Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Pros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is... Be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of more service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please join the conversation at Business Bros Pod where you can find us live. Live. When we record these podcasts. Or you can visit our website, csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T dot com for previous episodes. And remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What does your life look like when you've helped others make more money? And how can you take advantage of the information you hear today? By scheduling your free coaching call today. Remember, if success is for me, schedule a coaching call for free. So guys, as we've been doing in the past, now that we're going live, we Woo-hoo. got you guys on Twitter, we got you guys on Instagram, we got you guys on Facebook. So as we got all these different feeds, be sure to drop little notes and we'll try to answer them as we go through these uh, the podcast you know, here and you, you can hear the answer again on replay or you can get the answer live on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. How about that? I like it. I like it. Let's see. <clears throat> I am trying to see. Let me see. It goes share broadcast. Nope. I don't want to do that anywhere there. Uh, broadcast details. I just want to make sure, Coach you know, me anytime, Sam, anytime. Hey, I, I, I'm looking at Sam's picture online. And it looks like he has a very similar jacket. <laughs> Is that one of your students? No, Sam, Miss, uh, Kurt Omisto. Oh, Sam, Kurdmisto. What up, senor? What is going on, Mr. Sam? All right, let's talk about today's topic. What do you say? I like it. What is today's topic? Number one is... Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to do it. Go for it. I, I was, but then you were about <laughs> to go in there, so I was like, ah! All right, why you don't? Why you won't struggle financially next year? Why right? you won't struggle financially next year? We're rounding the bend. 2019 is just about over. It's... Pretty much, Pretty much done. It's, yeah, I mean, we are literally going to Christmas parties and like it's going to feel like tomorrow and we're going to be counting down three, two, one. Woo, happy new year. It's going to be over. It's going to be done. So how do you make your 2019 that much better? Well, you know what? First of all, before we actually jump into all of this, 2018 has been pretty phenomenal. It has, dude. Hasn't I mean, it? We've done quite a bit in 2018. We've done quite a bit. I bet you people can uh, see behind you and look at all of our different spokes of revenue, all the different things that we've got going on. And these are just the things that we have, you know, uh, that we are involved in on a daily basis. You know, these are the things that we're involved in that we have our, our little fingers in. And we have seen so much growth in everything that we're doing. Way down there at the bottom, you have the Business Bros podcast down there. And guys, can you believe it? We just started this thing four months ago. Yeah. And now we're uh, we're rounding out about 100. So tomorrow's episode, 
that we actually do with Ryan Lipsies. We're, we're uh-huh. going to interview Ryan tomorrow. We'll see if we can do that one live too, because I'm sure he does a he yeah, does why the not? Facebook live. I think I'm we'll, pretty we'll sure do he the, does. Uh, hey, Instagram we're probably going to learn something from him on doing the Instagram live and all that For stuff. For sure. Hey, uh, really quick. Uh, this one that we're recording right now that 99. airs tomorrow is 99. 99. So when we do our interview tomorrow with Ryan, that one's going to air on Thursday. And that'll be 100. Thursday will be number 100. Woo, woo. 100 straight episodes of doing a daily podcast. That's not easy Crazy. to do, guys. <laughs> Crazy. A lot of dedication. A so, lot yeah, of dedication. I mean, yesterday. So 2018 has been pretty awesome. Yeah, yesterday, James and I, after we did the podcast, we sat down and we started going over our, our what you know, what happened in 2018 reviewing 2018 and really narrowing down because what we tell you guys to do is to make sure that we you know you have five good strong spokes in your income generation wheel right so that you guys are are making money consistently on a regular basis on a more predictable basis Mm -hmm. if you can look on the board back there that's a lot of different spokes there's a lot of different things that we're going on and what we were sitting down talking about was yeah we're, we're like okay that's a lot of stuff and some of it is not very strong and it works but it's not huge how do we narrow down what we're going to do so we focus our attention on the things that are most productive and that we reach out to more people uh, more efficiently and more effectively so that's what James and I have been working on and that's why we kind of started with these show notes right because we wanted to not only tell you what what you should be doing but letting you know that we're doing the same thing along the same way like I said yesterday uh, I think it's the one that aired yesterday we're not the guys that have made it already we're still you know, grinding and working and put busting our butts and trying to get to that next big level. You know, we're trying to get to that point where everybody wants to get to where our money is working for us and we're not working for money. So, you know, giving you guys a heads up, we're not, we're not there yet. And that's okay. We want you to join us on this journey and learn right along with us because the more we motivate each other, the more we are of service to all of you, the better we're all going to do. So to our topic, to our topic. All right. So the very first, uh, well, one of the questions that we ask you at the beginning of every single episode is why did you get into business in the first place, right? It doesn't matter what business you, you're doing. You got into the business for a particular reason. And it's usually not to be famous. It's usually not to turn transactions, right? You really, really have a goal in mind. And oftentimes your initial reason to get into the business is because you want to either uh, make more money or get more time. Right. Those are usually the reasons why you start a business or why mm-hmm. you get into something for yourself, why you have that little side hustle going. Well, you want to make more money so that you have more time. Right. Right. And so because that's a lot of money. Rights. Yeah. That's a, that's a uh, lot of rights. Was it? Was there a lot of rights? Yeah. Oh, man. My bad. You know what? Hey, if you guys are watching us and you hear us say right and it gets annoying, like little give us a little ding or something. Give us a little ding. Yeah. Give us maybe a thumbs down. Oh, you got another right. Right. <laughs> right. 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 All right. All right. So. Why did you get in business in the first place? You usually get into the business so that you can make more money because money is only going to ultimately buy you one thing, which is time. And we all love time, time to spend with our families, time to coach some kids in school, time to whatever it is that you want to do on your time. That's why you got into business is to get more time. So our notes say what do we what we want to do here is keep our end goal in mind have mm-hmm. a clear picture of the end and what it is that you want to do when we're going over our spokes on the wheel we have the same target goal every single year and our same target goal was uh, 30,000 a month in passive income in passive income more specifically from our Rentals. rental properties so and here's another There's thing right thanks Sam Sam Connie. thank you and here's another thing about about the picture about the clearer the picture is the better so um 
what did I want to say? I wanted to say that there is no arrival, right? There is no necessarily end game. Yeah, $30,000 per month from our rental income is our main goal, right? That's our, damn, there's another one. That is our main <laughs> goal. Um, but the journey. But the, but the journey, you know, there, there are so many stops along the way. So 30000 is what we want to get to, but that's not the end of the road. Because once we've made that, it's easy to get to the next level and to the next level and to the next level. And the moment that you stop desiring, the moment that you stop wanting, you're dead. Which is, which is, but the important part of having the end goal is what we have here on our notes is that's a starting point. You start with the end in mind and you kind of work your way backwards from there. You start with having a goal. There's another right. There you go. Mm. Right, Sam? You're evolving. You start with where you want to be because once you are where you want to be, then you can work backwards to get. To, to figure out how you're going to get there, right? So we know what our end game is. And so we start to work, man, there's another right. And so we start to work it backwards. What do I need to focus on? Of all our spokes, of all the different ways that we're earning income, which ones do we want to focus our attention on? And then once we decide which ones we want to focus our attention on, how do we develop our schedule to meet those goals, to meet and exceed those goals? So the clearer the picture, the better chance you have of obtaining those goals because it's easier when you have a clear picture of what you want to create the steps that are going to get you there. And just another side note, stay positive. It's so easy to get into a spiral when you start thinking about the things that you're lacking because you haven't met those goals because you're not there yet because it's not coming fast enough. It's so easy to get into this dark, scary spiral of I'm not going to make it. I can never do this, etc. and so on. Stop thinking about the things that you do not have. Start thinking about and keep your focus on what life looks like when you've made it. The clearer the picture, the better. For me, the next making it point is having a really nice RV and living on the road again and having the money to travel and working from home, having a good fast internet somewhere and, you know, just being able to move about the country freely and still have the business operating the way that it's supposed to. That is my big picture. And the more I think about the way, the fact that I'm not there and all the things stopping me from getting there, I start getting into that spiral. Don't worry about it. Focus on the things that you want. Sam's distracting me. Pikachu for old people. And then he asked if we want to be friends. Of course we want to be friends. We've been working together for a long time. <laughs> Pikachu for old people. That's what he wrote on there. So I just had to throw it out. I there. don't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> all right. So start right. from the end and work backwards. Remember that a goal without an action plan is nothing more than a pipe dream. Okay, so what is your business and what is your profession? There's two separate things there, right? So I'm in the teaching profession. So if you notice, right, boom. We got the little East Lake thing, right? So we got the East Lake logo because I am a teacher. My profession is to teach, right? I go into school and I teach. Now, luckily for me, I'm in this in this awesome situation where I literally get to talk about what it is that we talk about on a daily basis. So I get to talk to 17 year old kids every single day about setting themselves up financially. That is my profession. I earn revenue as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is my profession. But my business, my business, that's where these spokes come in, right? 
my business is in real estate. My business is in coaching. My business is in uh, trainings and podcasting, right? Those are the businesses that I have on insurance. the side. Well, insurance, but that's not really my thing, right? <laughs> all right, so, all right. But still, those are the businesses that we have, but the profession is separate. So you need to understand that there is a difference between the two. And when you're focusing your free time on building your business, it's not really focusing your free time on your profession. You do your work because that's your profession, but you spend your time, your side hustle, building your business because your business is the thing that you need to make profitable so that you can take your profits, turn around and reinvest them so that your money's making money for you, so that you no longer work for your money. And I just actually, I want to note that you are in the insurance business and insurance is more of a business for you than the majority of the other things because you don't put as much time into it, but it still works for you anyway. It's true. That is true. All, all right. right. Yeah, there's two all rights, right? At the same time. <laughs> I all think right. all right is okay. I mean, it's just the it's, rights at the end of every it's sentence. Fascinating, That's fascinating, isn't it? It's so fascinating. <laughs> all right. So one of the things that we that I like to do with, uh, with agents, I actually got this from Tim Harris. Uh, he says, picture yourself relaxing on a beach in Hawaii. First of all, that's relaxing, right? It's chilling. Um, but it's exactly one year from today and you've kicked butt. All your sales expectations have been made. You've earned that side hustle that you want to. That's why you're chilling on the beach. Your mm -hmm. bills are paid. Your taxes are paid. Mm -hmm. Your debts have been paid off, right? If you're, there's a right, sorry. So if you're chilling on the beach, relaxing, enjoying yourself, what's the one thing that you would want to thank today you for getting you to that point? I mean, think about that. What's the one thing that you did well? If you did something really well today and you started doing it every single day consistently, you knew that if you did this thing every single day, you would have reached your goal. That's funny. Later on in the in the notes, I kind of wrote the same thing. Oh. Uh, I wrote, you know, in December yourself in December 2019. And what will future you think present you for? And what would future you be angry at you today for not, for not doing. doing i mean we all have regret right it's funny because regrets regrets yeah i was gonna go with that so the wife says when we're married for 15 years we're supposed to get matching tattoos and i'm like ah, or at least tattoos right and i'm like i don't know about that i don't got any tattoos i don't want a tattoo and so the more and more i thought about it i couldn't think of anything that i would want personally on my body but then i then i thought what would be perfect is like from uh we're the millers the, mm -hmm. the little guy he puts a no regrets not I think even that one be, letter. Not even one letter, but I think that would be me because I don't want to have regret. The worst thing you can have in life, especially the older you get, is regret, is not doing that thing that you said you were going to do. I used to have a business card that said 20 years from now, uh, it's not the things that you do that you're going to regret, but the things you didn't do. And that's always when we look back. If I, I wish I could have, I would have, I should have, those are the things that you're going to look back and struggle with. So what is the thing that you need to do today that you know you should be doing today so that you're successful tomorrow, so that you're successful at the end of the year, so that you've made it to where you want to make it to. And honestly, look, 2019, if you're in sales, 2019 has already started for you. That's right. It already has started for you. 2019 really started October, October 1st. 1st. It started in the fourth quarter because if you've been in sales long enough, you know that the fourth quarter is probably the fastest quarter of all, all the, of the whole year because you don't really work the entire quarter. By the time we hit Thanksgiving, 
you're pretty much done. Mm-hmm. So you only really got a, a good maybe six to eight weeks in the fourth quarter that that you really can semi-work because other people are gone. There's really a month in the fourth quarter that you virtually lose. Right. And so the the there's a there's what we call a 90-day rule. It could be 60 days, 90 days, depending on what industry you're in, right? But it means that the prospecting and the touches that you do today are not going to pay you until three months from now. Right. So if you're thinking about the fourth quarter, right? If you're thinking about the fourth quarter... Oh, there's another one, right? If you're thinking about the fourth quarter, once you start in October, all these contacts that you're making in October, they're not going to pay you until January. You're not going to make or you're not going to actually see the dollars or from the production that you're doing today, from the work that you're putting in today, you're not going to see it until January. And that is something that you need to keep in mind. If you're going to take a week off in November and you're going to take two weeks off in December because the kids get out of school, then you're going to be affected in February and March. When you think you should have deals closing in February and you're working really hard because everybody starts working January 1 for whatever reason, right? They start really working hard. Well, you're going to have a gap and you're going to think it's something that you're doing wrong today when you know we're thinking of ourselves in February. You're thinking, what have I not done? Why am I not making money? It's because you failed to put in the work in the fourth quarter, right? You're failing to do what needs to get done today. Real estate agents, we have a ton of expired listings that came out in December, a ton, right? So if you had uh, if you haven't gone expired hunting in December, What's wrong with you? I guarantee you there are a lot of real estate agents out there who are already disappeared. So if you're a real estate agent and you haven't gone out and shopped that expired list, knocked on a few doors, I I guarantee you no other agents have either because they're all on vacation just like you are. So make sure you get out there, get those contracts signed ahead of time. You can put on your listing agreement that you're not going to list until January 1st or until February 1st. It's okay to get a post-dated contract. And if you do that, you're going to have listings ready to rock and roll come 2019. You're going to be off and running, but you have to do the work today. You have to get stuff done in the fourth quarter. And that's where, that's where lead generation is a must. It's so fun to do anyways. You have especially Christmas this parties. time of year. Yeah, you have Christmas parties, you got family events, you got everything going on that you're going to anyways. Why aren't you lead generating? Why aren't you getting in front of these people and telling them what it is you do? Do not be a secret agent. I like what Julie Harris says. Secret agents have skinny kids. Because if you're a secret agent and nobody knows what it is you're doing, then how are you gonna earn any revenue? Here's one thing that I want to add to that. Always have that spirit of giving. It's Christmas time, you know? It is the time for giving. So have that spirit of giving also when you're going and talking to people about what it is that you do. One example that I can provide, you know, recently, tragedy, right? Tragedy. People people die, and even when it's the holidays, people still die, and it's a shitty situation. It, it is what it, it is. It sucks all the it way around. It sucks all the way around. I mean, it's going to suck no matter what, but it's even worse during the holidays. And it was one of those moments where I started finally talking to people about life insurance. I'm not actually life insurance licensed, so I can't necessarily give them quotes and you know provide all of the products and all this information. I'm not telling them all of that. I'm asking them, hey, look, this person in your life died and that sucked. And now his family is left with this bill, right? I don't even sell life insurance. I just want to make sure that you guys are taken care of. 
Yeah. That's a spirit of giving. That's coming from a place of service. It's not about let's make a ton of money off of whatever life insurance or whatever house you're selling, whatever situation that you're in. It's not about that. It's I want to help you. Yeah. Yeah. I want to help you. So always have a spirit of giving and find ways to help others. All right. So uh, let's see what else you got in your show notes here that you wanted to do. Cause a I kind of, I kind of jumped around a little bit. It's all good. It's all good. Um, so again, there's very little to no time left in 2018. 2019 has pretty much already begun. Welcome to the best year of your life. <laughs> Here we go. Here right? we go. So what have you set up on your calendar? That's a good question. Look, your calendars must be, they must be set with blocks. You have to set up your time blocks for different things, mm-hmm. right? If you're going to spend time lead generating, you need to have a time block in there that's going to be picking up the phone. You need to have a time block on there that's going to be knocking on doors. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. to have a time on there for each one of the dollar making, dollar productive making activities, not the social media feeds, not the, you know, the whatever you can it is. automate those. You can, but not those things, not not to say don't do those things. You just block them off to the times that you have available. Like, for example, I like to do a lot, a lot of my social media stuff after 8 o'clock as I'm getting ready for bed or whatever when I'm relaxing, watching something on the couch. Then that's when I'm trying to catch up on all my stuff. I'm trying not to do the social media stuff as much during the day when I should be picking up the phone, when I need to be you know, paying, uh, paying all the – because I do the accounting stuff, paying all the bills that I need mm-hmm. to be paying online, right? I need to get that stuff squared away so it's literally in my calendar. This is what I need to block off. Right. You must live and die by a calendar. Yes, you got into business because you didn't want anybody telling you what to do, but you need to tell yourself what to do. Yeah. If you're not sticking to a schedule, you're going to fail because there are plenty of other things out there that are going to distract you. Trust me. Netflix is awesome. Yeah, it is. I love Netflix. It lets me watch whatever I want to watch when I want to watch it. The problem with that is I will binge it Mm -hmm. and then I won't get the stuff done that I need to get done. And if you're interested in how much Netflix really costs you, go back to episode, uh, I don't know, 42 or something like that. I don't know. Go back a few episodes and look up that episode. How much does Netflix really cost? Very interesting discussion in that one. All right. Uh, Herman brought up a point. He says, uh, uh, speaking of one of my neighbors just listed because his wife passed away. It's crazy. Look, we live, and here's the thing, right? We got baby boomers going into retirement, which, uh, you know, there's a lot of people. I think I read a statistic that says something like 12,000 people are entering retirement every single day for the next like 10 years. Right. It's a lot of people that are heading into retirement. And not just that, unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of people who are dying off, people who have had a lifetime of acquiring assets. Mm-hmm. So there, it's not just that one home. It's It could be that home plus a couple rentals. You never know what the situation is going to be. This is why you need to get out there and talk to people. These people need to become your friend. They need to be part of your sphere of influence. You need to be in constant contact with these people because when tragedy strikes or when something happens, death, divorce, and disaster, right? Those are the things that are going to trigger some of these major asset allocations or major mm-hmm. asset mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. And you as a professional need to be top of mind for these people when something like that strikes, right? You need to be the one out there. No, oh, you, you said it all. You all said right. it all. It's, it's all right there. Um, let's skip this uh, reflecting on 2018. Let's talk about January is the highest level of competition and opportunity. Okay, so 
ever, and I, I wonder if any of you out there have done this. I'm going to make a New Year's resolution. <sighs> Everybody does it. We all do it, right? We all have a New Year's resolution. But for some reason, we always make our New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year. That's cool. That's great. But have you ever tried to go to the gym in January at the beginning of January? It sucks, dude. Everybody's there because everybody's doing the same thing. They're all on the treadmill, right? They're all at the gym on the weights. They all got their nice new workout stuff, right? They're wearing all their cool fancy stuff. But I guarantee you four weeks down the road, that gym's not going to be as as full. Mm. But the same thing happens in your professional designations, right? If you have an insurance license, I guarantee there's not a lot of insurance people talking to people right now. If you have a real estate license, I guarantee there's not a lot of real estate agents out there talking to people right now but you can be that person you need to be the one squaring it away now if you decide to wait till january 1 you can do that just understand that everybody else who's a part-timer who only does this to get their one or two deals a year is also going to compete with you yep now you got a lot of people in the industry that are hopping on Right now, you got a lot of people in the industry that are just here to compete with you. So, if you're going to a listing presentation at this point, you might be competing with four or five different, you know, agents at mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. And now you better have your skills polished. Now you better hope that that's not the brother-in-law that you're competing with. Right. Because the brother-in-law is probably going to get the listing rather than you. Because no you matter how good your presentation. No matter is. how good your presentation, because it's family. We're supposed to do that, right? That's right. We're supposed to do that with family. All right, so let's see. Sam so, says, but by the same, oh, don't make ahead. them don't make them unrealistic. Make realistic professional goals. Absolutely, yes, right, absolutely. I mean, I'm not telling you to go out there and come January one, you're gonna have you know, uh, you know, ten listings at the first month, and you're gonna rock it for the fifteen rest of the listings year. per month. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, that would be amazing. Woo! But it is it, it it would be a full time gig to do stuff for like sure. That. So you well, I mean, I think it'd be more than a full time gig. And for anybody who's just barely getting started in the industry, uh, that's a very that's probably an unrealistic goal at first. At first, however, you can build towards that. Absolutely, for sure. And fifteen uh, listings at all times. That's not necessarily impossible because you can do a lot more listings than you can buyers. Right. If we're talking real estate agents, right? You're working with both. You're either working with buyers or you're working with sellers or you're working with both. But think about it. You only have eight hours in the day, right? And honestly, honestly, you're probably not spending all eight hours, quote unquote, working. Right? Hmm. You're doing stuff, but you're not necessarily working for eight hours. So if you only have eight hours a day and you're a real estate agent and you work with buyers versus sellers, how many can you work for? How many uh, clients can you work with at the same time? Look, if you're a really good buyer's agent, you could probably work with maybe three different buyers because you only have so much time in the day, right? So you have to you have to show them houses, you have to open up doors, you have to close doors, you have to go to do all these things as a buyer's agent. It's it's physical labor. You literally have to go to these places. So you only have so much time. And then yeah, you may have all day to show homes, but they're only available after five because they got to get out of work, maybe mm-hmm. after six mm-hmm. because they got to take their kids to practice, whatever it is. So three realistic is what you can work with as a buyer's agent. But as a listing agent, you don't have to do all that work. A listing agent is more of a mental uh, game. So you need to polish your skills. You need to have a process in place so that you know exactly what you're doing every step of the way. But you can work with up to like 10 listings by yourself. Yep. And at that point, if you do really end up you know, following the process and getting coaching and getting stuff done the right way, then yeah, you can get better than that. But 
at that point, we're, we'll, we'll sit down and talk and, and delegate certain things that you can do, and then you can increase your listings from there. So yeah, you don't want to make them unrealistic for sure, but you can progressively get to where you want to go as long as you have a consistent system in place. And don't try to reinvent the wheel yourself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Never try to start, you know, real estate has been around for a long time. And if you look, there are a lot of successful real estate agents out there. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just got to keep, you just got to do what they're already doing. Right. Well, how, follow the process. There's another right. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Here's here's the actual factual truth. Right. How do you really right. stand out? Right. <laughs> <laughs> how do you really stand out? How do you really stand out? Consistency. Consistency is going to win. Remember that as you are entering 2019, the highest effort is going to be in the first two weeks. By January 15th, those gyms are going to be empty. Those tracks at the park, they're going to be empty. They're going to be right back to where they were towards the end of December, right in November, whatever. It's going to be empty. It's going to be right back to where it used to be. The highest level of effort is in the first two weeks. After that, the hustlers win. That's right. The grinders. It's when you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. Look, real estate, insurance, if you're good at it, gets boring. Because you're good at it, because you're doing the same things over and over again. You've gotten really good at doing the same things over and over again. People who are really successful at real estate, it's easy. It's second nature. It's like driving a car. The first time you try to back out of your driveway when you're first leaning to drive a car, it sucks. You're like, do I step on the clutch? Do I shift gears? If you have a stick shift, right? Or, you know, do I put my (laughs) arm back? Am I looking in the mirror? Am I looking in the camera? All these things are going in your mind. But by the time you've been driving for a year or two, you back up no problem. You're not even thinking about it anymore. Not even thinking. You're changing the radio station. You're yelling at the kids or whatever. It's second nature because you do it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Same thing with real estate. Same thing with insurance. If you're just doing the processes that are laid out for you over and over and over again, get out of your own way. Keep the consistency. You're going to be successful. That's how we stop living on cash spurts and start focusing on cash flow. That's how we keep the pipeline full. Exactly. That's exactly it. You need to keep the pipeline full of, of qualified leads so that they can in turn turn into you know prospects or whatever it is, depending on your industry. We're either talking about active listings, active buyers. Um, we're, turning, we're having quotes written in insurance, sending mm-hmm. it to underwriting, whatever it is. But you always need to be prospecting. By the way, that's pretty much, uh, we're rounding the bend on time here. So it's perfect. Um, so look, Keeping the, uh, how do you get these processes underway? The best way for you to do that, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us. Either send us some stuff on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, right? Or you can send me an email, Hernan at csfirst.com or james at csfirst.com. And uh, if you go to our website, you can schedule your free coaching call and you'll get six free books. By the way, we got 25 Surefire Lead Generators. We got Think and Grow Rich for... Uh, real estate agents for real estate agents your real estate treasure map so hop on it look if you're watching this in replay and you find somebody who needs help either in real estate we'd appreciate it if you uh, checked out our podcast on iTunes give us a little five star rating leave us a review we'd love to shout you out on the podcast and uh, don't forget if you want to be on the podcast reach out to us in any of those ways that we just mentioned as well we would love to help you reach uh, your a uh, to grow your network and reach people that you may not have thought you could reach before. Oh, and Sam dropped a good note. By the way, if you're in insurance and you're looking for a new agency to work with, hit us up. Pipeline Insurance. That too. All right, guys. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.